0: Welcome to the Undoku Hustle Show, a podcast designed to help people get started with entrepreneurship through the story of Undoku entrepreneurs and their process of starting up
1: with hosts Alejandro Flores Muñoz and Víctor Galván. Welcome to the Undocu Hustle Show with your host, Víctor Galván, and of course the amazing and always beautiful Alejandro Flores Muñoz. ¿Cómo estás, vato? Ando
0: bien, ando bien. I, I feel that this time we gave ourselves enough time to record the podcast. I feel we're becoming, uh, los podcasters, is that we're becoming professional at this podcasting thing.
1: Well, before we get started, I want to remind folks who are listening that you can always find me and Alejandro on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course on, on um, our web pages Unam Sunglasses, Cute, Succulent, Cute Succulents, and of course our website for this show the undocuhustleshow.com always want to make sure that people are um sharing commenting and of course subscribing to the podcast you can find us on anchor spotify and of course the apple ipod um so please share and review our podcast we want to hear from you guys and hear from um you all i got an incredible recording yesterday and i shared with you alejandro from one of my um um good friends um marina piña i hope you're listening to this marina Uh, this is a shout out to you and thank you for your support she said that she was really inspired by um what we were doing here and um what we were talking about the the process of entrepreneurship and inspiring folks to take that first leap
0: yeah when you send that to me i was like yes somebody's listening um but ultimately i think where i was hearing just a little bit of, of what her message was which is like it's starting to resonate with people which uh i'm really excited to hear but like victor said. Please go support us at the website on DocuHustleShow where you can leave reviews. You can support the the costs uh, by making a donation as well. But more importantly, we want folks to share the podcast, share the narrative, um, and get you know start the that the, those side hustles and start those those uh, streams of revenue.
1: Not to mention, you can also support our own our own businesses, Unum sunglasses and cute succulents. But also some of the projects that we've worked on, like Marta, we just launched her website this week and she did an amazing job. Um, we we launched and we have a, a few customers who are now repeating customers. And um, it's awesome to see this thing grow, you know, working with a, a team like Bondadosa, who's like now delivering her tamales on a consistent basis and is also um, working in conjunction with her to move and grow her business, like real incubation.
0: It's a beautiful story, like how it all started and then seeing her website. And I think seeing when you just showed me the Shopify sales that have been coming in through the website for her, uh, it's awesome. Right now, I'm in that process where delivery apps have become, you know, third party delivery apps have become, you know, more now more than ever important to making sure that you have in your business and to see that Marta is kicking off her journey. With that almost model where it's like a order delivery model, order ahead model, uh, you know, get, get it delivered not only for convenience, but get it delivered by another company who is also person of color owned and who has in their narrative and in their mission statement to help people the way that they're helping Marta in that partnership that they've built. Uh, So it is super exciting to see that website start to take flourishing. um, Because honestly, I really do think that the trajectory of restaurants and the way that people order are moving more and more to the direction where the model, uh, how Marta's model started, you know, shaped up. And that was intentionally almost. We did that intentionally because of capacity of what she has. And it's worked so far for for her, I think. It's starting to work.
1: And I think it's important to, to, to hear you say that, right? Whatever is in her capacity, because we can't all of a sudden start this McDonald's franchise, right? We can't work and function as this huge company. We just don't have the resources, but we're doing with what we can with what we got. And I think that's the important spirit of entrepreneurship, right? It's kicking off from wherever you are. See, if you start right here, that you can kick off and get here. But, you know, um, um, just starting from where you're at, you don't have to have. Like this predisposed launching point, and I think a lot of people get that in their heads that um they need to be somewhere before they go somewhere.
0: Yeah, earlier when before the we started recording the podcast, Victor and I were getting coffee, and uh, I you know I'm very excited to start sharing about the Undocky Hustle book that I'm putting together, and uh, yes, I was sharing with you what what it what it's going to be about and the step by step and all that stuff. You mentioned and talked about. Cash flow and like access to capital. And I, you know, one of the things I said was like, you know, I'm having trouble figuring out where to put that in the book because I don't want it to be a thing where if I say, this is how you generate capital, this is how you get access to capital and people can get to that, then that automatically they're going to say, well, this isn't for me. There are so many ways to get started. And Marta's way was through a cash mob which generated her, for those who haven't heard the story, this cash mob that Victor and I helped uh, organize for her uh, generated within two weeks close to $6,000. It was like $200 short of, you know, getting the $6,000 mark. And what that did is not only was more important, more important gave her the m- capital to survive, right? She, you know, needed the money to pay rent and things uh, that everybody needs. But also I think it planted on her the seed of saying, you can do this through this model of like order ahead, um, convenience and authenticity. And we can put that in an e-commerce way. And Shopify and the website that she has, has allowed her to do that. Como, how are the sales going?
1: I mean, they're, they're building slowly, right? Like last week we had um, uh, 10 customers and about, I'd say, 16 orders. This week, literally just right after we put the deadline that any orders that come in after Monday at 5 p.m. get moved to next week, we already have 16 orders. I mean, it's building, right? And to me, that's the beauty of it. It's like it's always there. It's consistently advertising for you. And, um, and people want the service. You know, I want to
0: break this down because as I'm, we're talking about this, I'm also thinking how I can utilize this in my own business. This has been one of the toughest months I've had since I went full-time in this hustle. So I quit my full-time job back in May of 2019. So since May of 2019, I have been been able to survive through my hustle, but also have been able to generate uh, employment for three to five other people while I'm at it. And this is the first time that I'm like, wow, things are really slowed down where, I am only making so the past few months I've been making enough to like stay up afloat this month. It's looking like I am on the red to be able to keep the the ball rolling. I've had to go a little bit in the red and, and not necessarily that much in the red because I've forwent my salary for this week. So has my business partner him and I said, you know what, this week we're not going to get paid. You and I are not going to get paid, but we're going to continue to be able to pay some of the bills that I need to get paid. We're going to still be able to pay our staff. So now I'm thinking of ways on how to do that and, and looking back to the Marta's model, which is like, how can I create that sense of like deadline and urgency uh, and access to my food where it's like creating a family meal? So I've, thinking, I've thought about creating a family meal uh, for four, for 35 bucks. You get a whole chicken. Four sides of mac salad, four drinks, and uh, Hawaiian King's rolls for thirty-five bucks. Now you, you know, I now 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 need to start thinking how I can generate that order before this day. On this day, y todo eso. We have the website, we have the infrastructure. It's just that now we need to be able to continue to create sources of income to keep the machine rolling, because when one source of income dries up. It's hard, right? So, be, you know, when we started the food truck, it was just a food truck and that was our only source of income. Then we added catering, then we added pop-ups, then we added the kiosk, then we added, you know, we, I've added about seven different sources of income and all all of them have dwindled down. So I think that this is another another good step to add to that source of income.
1: I also know of a delivery partner that would be more than happy to take on your business. I know that You've been a little bit judgmental of the whole uh, Uber Eats and the, and, the, and the Grubhub model because you end up paying more for them than you actually end up making out a profit, right? Um, which is hard to see a business do Just that really
0: front, 30%, 30%. And then on top of that, if you're putting a promotion, for example, I'm running a promo right now where uh, buy one, get one free. So you buy one chicken bowl, which I sell on Uber Eats for $10. Uh, they basically are getting uh, two bowls for $10, which each bowl comes out to be $5. So I'm making a little bit of, actually not really, I'm barely breaking breaking even. And so you add the 30% plus that discount that I'm giving, you're looking at about 60% that I'm losing from every sale. So I only take 40%. And that 40% is my labor cost and my food cost. So I have zero profit on that.
1: We, we got to fix that. And these are, these are the hard decisions that you have to make, right? And like this uh, podcast or this um, episode, we're calling um, Embrace the Hustle because these are the hard decisions that you have to make as a boss, as a business owner, you know, and, and I would say less so as a side hustler and more so as a, as a, a, a full-time hustler who has become their own boss. Um. These are the tough decisions that you run into, but these are the, the lessons that you learn that will make you ready for that next benchmark to flourish, right? As soon as I'd say, that as soon as this economy bounces back, you're going to be there to rebound.
0: If, and then you know what the, I, I yesterday I was walking down the 16th street mall, one of our local open malls around here. And I saw so many restaurants closed down that it like, I was like, it, you know, it made me like think about my future the the one thing that allows me to stay a little bit more comfortable is that our overhead is so low. We don't have you know four thousand five thousand six thousand dollars worth in rent that some of these restaurants have to be able to just stay afloat, right? So we don't have that, which is a great opportunity for us to be able to just make enough to be able to stay to survive. And so the way that I've been looking at this is I've been looking, what is it that I, that I need? To survive, right? To pay my rent, my cell phone, my, my basics. And then on top of that, what is it? How much do I need to be able to keep the company running, right? So I've promised my one of my staff 35 hours a week because I, w- I want to retain him and I want to keep him. He's so good in our kitchen. And so You know how much do I need to generate to be able to keep them on 35 hours a week? Uh, to pay my salary, my business partner's salary, the operational costs, all that stuff. And once I figure that out, then I set goals. What are the goals that I need to make? How much do I gotta make in the kiosk? How much do I gotta make in the food truck? How much do I? And you know what? That has helped me, and it's allowed me to figure out what I need to be doing and what I need to be promoting and how to do it. And from there is looking into collaboration so for me i don't have the money to be able to spend it all on marketing right so when i pay uber eats that extra 30 percent for that promotion my bank i'm banking on that that person is going to order for me again in the future and now because they got that one buy buy one get one off buy one get one free my hope is that i'm hooking them and they're going to become regulars which has happened just today, one of my kiosk staff told me that there was a person that was going to order on Uber Eats but decided not to because of the delivery fee, and they just decided just to roll by. Um, and they came in, in the store instead, um, which is what we're hoping that we get. But that's really, that really is costing me money. I am spending money to gain that customer. It's not money up front. It's money that I am paying through fees. So how can I re-duplicate that without actually spending money? And I'm gonna, this week, I'm gonna go hard on trying to contact foodie pages, you know, like Denver Foodie or like Denver Local Eats. It's those like Instagram pages that go and take pictures of food. And I'm gonna contact 20, 30, 40 of them and say, come by the kiosk. Here's $30 off your, your meal. As long as you take a picture of it and you post it, and then I can reuse that picture, that's one way that I'm gonna do that. Second thing that I'm thinking of doing right now is doing a collaboration with um, Celeste Martinez.
1: So let me stop you before you go into that. The the thing, you know, that I am am loving about this is one, you're getting into the numbers and I, I, I love that you're going into like burn rate, um, that you're talking about goal setting your margin of profit, right? Like all you're talking about all these things in layman's terms. But they're all decisions that people need to make and things that people need to plan for when they're in the business, they're in on the ground, they're running their business, right? At which point am I selling so many succulents that I'm in profit that I'm paying for my materials, I'm paying for my my labor, I'm paying for my taxes and my rent at the flea market, and actually in the in the black, I'm actually making money. How many succulents do I have to sell? Same thing with your sunglasses, same thing with with your Poke Bowls or your catering. But, ¿sabes qué,
0: Victor? <clears throat> That's also sometimes harder to plan, right? Because when you go into this entrepreneurship, you're doing it because you're passionate about either what you're making or what you're selling or how you're making your money. That a lot of times this comes, it doesn't come like, first nature right and it's things that i've had to learn as we're navigating through this and i think that's why we've created this podcast so people can hear it and they can start putting into their plan as they're thinking about okay it's not just getting the website it's not just getting the business license it's a couple of other things and planning is a huge one that sometimes like honestly if it wasn't like this pandemic like made me even go harder on figuring out my finances, my numbers, because I've had to apply for loans. I've had to apply for PPP and all these things that I need numbers and I need to showcase how much money we're losing right now due to this pandemic. We were in a trajectory of scaling up prior to this. This slowed it down drastically.
1: Well, one thing that I want to say is that there's always hope because there's always some way to make money in a market, whether it's going up or down, is just about finding that secret recipe. And I think right now we're in the hunt, right, for that secret recipe. And um, more than anything, you know, I I hope folks are inspired by what Alejandro is saying, you know, that, that, Hard times come, but they go too, right? And then um, what he is preparing for is that moment in which the economy upslopes, and where you can actually be ready to capture the 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 profits that he deserves as a business owner. Um, thank you for for saying that, you know. And I I really appreciate your embracing of the hustle, um, because it is a learning process and it's it's hard. You're making decisions for for four or five people not including yourself and, and your business partner, but also for your employees. And um, you know, I'm hoping that we can continue to help Alejandro's business grow um through this podcast, through the work that we're doing in this and in, in in this movement and as well as our our community, right? We're we're urging folks to buy local, not to buy from chains, as well as to make sure that, you know, if they hear of an opportunity that they're pitching it, you know, um in, in our direction. Yes. Yes. So you are talking about uh, an opportunity coming up with uh, one of our close friends, Celeste Martinez, who just opened her own business and just started uh, her own hustle, Celeste Alegria.
0: Yes, Celeste Alegria. And now when I was talking about like, my business partner messaging me is like, what are we gonna do to promote people to let them know we're open and we're here? You know, and one of those ideas is through doing the collaborations, not only uh, with the foodie groups, but also other businesses and that are, that are existing. And so uh, our friend Celeste started a coaching business. Uh, before that, she was doing nonprofit work, um, organizing, uh, but she just launched an awesome coaching business that centers itself around um, Latinx, uh, POC, women of color. Uh, I'm actually gonna read a little bit of uh, what um, she does because I think it's uh, super amazing here. You can find her at celestialalegria.com. But here's a little b- blurb from her website. My coaching is in service of X of color, particularly Latinx and Chicanx identifying black, indigenous, queer, trans people of color and organizers too often and speaking from my own experience we ha- leave our needs emotions and visions on the back burner we forget to create a space that is truly just for ourselves we don't make time to really process and reflect what is happening around us because we are just trying to survive wow isn't that true well she uh celeste put this uh together this wonderful uh business and coaching uh who happens to also be my coach right before i left uh immigrants rising i put together a proposal to see if they would pay uh 500 worth of personal investment or in you know coaching uh, and they yeah, they approved my proposal and I made uh, made sure that Celeste had, um, you know, I had her in mind when I put this together. And, and uh, you know, so I'm getting some services from her that are great. But beyond that, she put together this wonderful, uh, uh, Celeste put this wonderful uh, program or campaign where there's going to be a brewery, a local artist and an activist uh, to all promote themselves in a way where we promote our, our hustle. And so the idea behind uh, Colorful, Col- uh, Co- Colorful Colorado, I'm pretty sure that's, yeah, Colorful Colorado, uh, it's uh, we're going to find a brewery where we're going to be able to name a beer around a campaign that we all three of us, the, the artist, the brewery, and uh, the activist put together. Uh, and it's going to be a campaign where we're promoting the artists as well. The artist that happens to be in my uh, cohort is um, uh, Pink Hawks. And their newest single, Elote, uh, it is so good. It is, the single is really good. We'll put, the, uh, put it on the show notes. Uh, it's about embracing immigration and talking about how uh, the system is corrupt and immigration and ice need to be abolished. Uh, so it's a wonderful song. But in the, in the hopes we're going to promote the, the single, we're going to promote the brewery and the beer, and then we're going to promote the message. And for my cohort, it happens to be the undocu Hustle. So we're looking for a brewery that will name a beer under a campaign around On Hustle. So maybe the On Hustle beer. And during that, you know, during that campaign, we're gonna push people to go to the brewery, buy the br- the beer. We're also gonna make a um, a virtual tip jar where people can tip us, uh, specifically tip the the artists for their music and their collaboration, um, tip people who are working for the brewery and this is just an awesome campaign that uh Celeste is mastermind behind so i'm really excited about that
1: you know this is so inspirational because it's one of those things where you never you never really think about what can be a business and here celeste is doing you know something that she's loved for a long time you know that personal growth and then also just just like the 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 collaboration that she's doing like you know businesses don't always do this they don't always do this kind of collaboration to to boost their own, you know, um, clientele, their marketing, any of these things. And I think it's important to say that these kinds of things will, will keep, you know, small businesses afloat. Um, and my hats off to Celeste for having come up with this incredible idea and, and, um, you know, congrats to you that you guys are, are collaborating. Um, this sounds like an incredible and amazing idea. So
0: excited. I'm super excited about this. More to come, but always check out our uh, studio notes on the com website where we are putting all the websites and links up there. You can find Celeste's business there if you want to contract her for um, organizing work, if you want to restructure where your work, if you're an executive director and you're like, we need somebody to come in and... Uh, Coach us through these times uh, that, that we're going through in America of, uh, yeah, just being fair and, and just in, even in the workplace. So check Celeste out.
1: Well, um, we are going to wrap up here. I just want to remind folks that you can always find um, all of the information about uh, what we talked about during our podcast in the, the Hustle pod- podcast um, studio notes. Um, for this one, it's episode 12 and, um, we're calling it, um, embracing the hustle. So please, um, check it out. And of course, um, wherever you are listening to this, please rate us, make sure to review and share this with your friends and family. Subscribe, of course. Um, and of course, follow us on the docu-hustle show on Facebook, Instagram, and make sure to visit our website. Um, thank you so much for, um, everything that you're doing, Alejandro, and I'll see you next week.